Throws to the back of the end zone, and it is all your latest sports news and commentary, you're listening to the TNT Podcast with your hosts, Tyler Layfield and Torres Finney. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the TNT Podcast with your boy, Torres Finney, and the co-host, Tyler Layfield. What's up, Tyler? What's up, bro? Nothing much. Nothing much. How about right yourself? Now? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. But we got some two special guests. You know, they're still special, but... They've been on here before, so Friends of the they're like family. Yeah, we got uh our boys Blake and freaking Jordan. So what's yeah. up, man? What's y'all what's doing? What's going on? What's going on, guys? How are you? Here to talk good, some good old good. fighting. Good to have you guys on. Yes, sir. Sure. Good to be here. All right. I mean, well, currently we right now, since we're recording today, today we had some big time news. Now this is some really big time news, but. The man himself, Mike Tyson, is coming out of retirement, and he is getting ready to fight Roy Jones Jr. at eight. It's a 54 versus 51 year old fight, eight round exhibition fight. The manager said they shouldn't be coming out there trying to knock each other's heads off. It should be a clean fight, but tight knowing Tyson, yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> so, I mean. What are y'all thoughts on that one? Because I think that's pretty wild, in my opinion. Like, yeah, man. I'm I'm trying to imagine a fight, and it's not happening. Where, in my imagination, it's not happening. Where Tyson comes out and doesn't try and knock somebody's head off. Exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. It'll be interesting if we could. I would love to see just a, you know just an exchange of technique between the two guys. Obviously, I mean they're the two two of the most prolific you know boxers in history, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be kind of nice if we could see them not try to kill each other, um, simply because you know they're they're geriatric guys at this point. So yeah. um, you know, I mean, it'd be nice, but yeah, like you're saying, I don't I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe they'll maybe they'll stick to that deal though. Who knows? Well, I mean, when I, the way I look at it overall, I mean, Mike Tyson he hasn't fought in 15 years since '05. Out of his last four fights, he's one in three, and those three losses all end by knockouts. So. I don't think his chin is there anymore, to be honest with you. But, mm. I mean, a lot of people have been talking. I've been seeing different posts and stuff and, you know, Twitter comments, yeah. Instagram comments. A lot of people are talking about Roy Jones Jr.'s chin. Like, it's not the same. But I go back and look at Roy, Roy Jones Jr. Out of his last eight fights, he is 51 right now. Out of his last eight fights since 2015, he is seven and oh, – seven. he won seven out of eight. He's had five knockouts. Oh, now, wow. He had a lost five knockouts. But he, I mean, he's been fighting with some young guys. He fought a guy that was 32 and seven, uh, his last fight in 2018, and beat him. Oh, so, wow. I mean, I think Roy Jones, I mean, he got it. But he, I just hope if he gets caught, Tyson, Tyson might put him to sleep because his chin is not there anymore either. But if either one of them get caught, it could be, it could be sad. It could be pretty sad to see some old guys get knocked out. Yeah. I don't want to see the, uh, anything bad happen to either one of them. Yeah, that would be <laughs> pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. It's yeah. giving me shades of uh, of Chuck Liddell. What was that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Tito? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, that yeah. We would have been fine it, if it chief. didn't happen. You know, yeah, I, I, but we got it. Anyway, that's so. just – I would hate to see something like that <laughs> where you're sitting there just, like, praying it and – like just, I don't want to yeah. watch this anymore. You know, or, and, there's, not and there's no way Tito can actually have that as a win for it. I mean, he won not a legitimate win, but I, I, that's, yeah, I can't, it's not he can't real. That himself. It's Context not. is everything, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I, I myself, I don't know much about uh, Roy Jones Jr. going into this. Of course, everybody knows Mike Tyson. I feel like he's like a huge icon. You know, we've seen him in The Hangover and, you know, all the memes <laughs> and everything like that. I feel like I see him on social media at least once a month doing that, uh, doing, doing, going through his motions like Shadow in that bar. Yeah, 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 in, in yeah. that bar, it's just showing it off. And everybody's like, whoa, you know, this dude's still well, he's it. the guy, you know. He's, yeah. he's just the guy. He's fast, man. So, he's still got, he got, he's still got the technique. I mean, his, his hips, his footwork i mean gosh and his body shots like when you watch him hit yeah. those pads holy smokes boy there's another level like man like there's some pro boxers right now that don't hit pads like he did right now i mean mm. it's unreal oh, yeah. what he's able to do at his age now actually fighting i mean this about to be something different this man come out here and look good you never know now yeah. I, I i'm not throwing him in there like with guys like Tyson Fury and Wild. Oh, God. No, 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 no chance no. for none of that. No chance for none of that. But he probably, like a... try to, he try, he probably try his hand at a few a few uh, boxing matches if he does well in this one. He could. Maybe a Legends division or something. Yeah, we don't need anything, yeah. anything actually going down. Yeah, after that. That. <laughs> Not at all. Do, do you guys know, uh, have, have there been any, uh, any information regarding like how many rounds this is looking like or anything eight like rounds. that? Eight, so eight, 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 right? Uh-huh. Yep. All right. So you think that'll, um, how do you think that'll play out? Like uh, what's the strategies going into this? Like on either side, like the, if you could, you know, estimate it. Well, uh, in, in my opinion, I mean, the, both these guys are in their fifties. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. Obviously fought in 2018. So we know that his, he won by decision. Um, so we know his cardio is still there, but in my opinion, to see two guys, that are in their fifties go eight full rounds at full speed. It's that's not going to happen in my opinion. Um, so that will, that will be something to watch right there is just who's going to push the pace. When do they push the pace? And like we were saying earlier, you know, it, it could be just a show of technique. Um, so that that's definitely something to watch. Yeah. I think the game plan for, for both guys should probably be, you know, going in there and getting out of there without uh, throwing your back out or something like that. Um, so I mean, as long as you know, as long as nothing catastrophic goes down, I think it'll be a win for both guys. Yeah, you're right on that. That that's 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 really going to be really interesting to see from both guys. I mean, man, we're looking at two legends. A lot of people wanted to see this fight when they were younger, but sometimes I don't know, man. Sometimes we got it. Twenty years too late. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, it's similar to Floyd and Manny. Now they weren't that old, but oh yeah, no, no, about yeah. five years. Guys yeah. in prime. You wanted to see them at their best, but seriously, hey, we got it, we got it. But now this is another fight that you know also was breaking news today. Um, former NBA player Nate Robinson <laughs> is about to fight Jake Paul, brother of Logan Paul, who's you know looks like he's very known to the Paul brothers. Uh-huh. Fighting Jake Paul in a boxing match on the undercard of Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Now, I'm not going to lie. I have nothing for this, to be honest with you. I really don't have much. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. All Jake Paul, he knocked out one guy, TKO, in his only professional boxing fight. Okay. Nate Robinson, the only thing he has hit has been pads. He has not – he's not even sparred against an actual person yet. So, I don't know. I mean, the, the fight is in what? Two months, we're almost done. Really, in one month, we're almost done with August, September 12th. Uh, you better get the ring <laughs> spar, bud. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean. The, the way that I look at it, Jake Paul, he got a knockout, but I, I believe it was against a fellow YouTuber. 
Um, mm. So it's not like he was, you know, fighting somebody who is, you know, a pro boxer as well. Yeah, that's true. And and for me, with Nate Robinson, this dude is a lifelong athlete. I mean, mm-hmm. he, you know, he's going to be in shape. You know, he's he's going to have cardio and all that. Obviously, sparring is a massive part of it. Um, but I think in that regard, Nate obviously has the upper hand. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm, oh, I'm really? that his yeah. his athleticism natural athleticism can make up you know for that non-sparring pass that he so. has. yeah what was it the last time we i really heard anything about nate it was that he was trying his hand at football i think he was trying to get uh like a, a tryout for some nfl teams or aaf something like that but yeah he um, was trying to play with the seahawks because he, he played i believe he played at washington while he was playing mm-hmm. basketball so i mean mm-hmm. it, you're right like he does have a lot of athleticism there but um We'll have to see how that translates over uh, to this fight in particular. Jordan, what's your thoughts on what's your thoughts on this? Well, fight? yeah, I, I think that um, you know natural athleticism and you know proven uh, cardio, you know, and things like that. I think that does have something to do with it in terms of his longevity. Um, but the thing is, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that much translates into you know technique and throwing a punch and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's much carryover from you know, say, a sport like basketball or or football or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It'll be interesting because, you know, Jake Paul doesn't have a ton of that himself. So, yeah. I mean, it, it'll be fun to see. I don't know. If anything, to me, it's just more of a sideshow. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. you know, I, to me, I think it just kind of highlights, you know, to hardcore fans like, hey, man, this really is the difference. This really yeah. is the difference between a guy that, you know, goes in there day in and day out, puts work in on the heavy back, puts work in on, on the pads and sparring and, you know, just working on technique constantly um, against – you know, and then, and then you see guys like this who are, you know, just kind of dipping their foot into it and maybe just now getting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be fun, though. I think the, my main thing about it is that it'll just be fun. Do you feel that there is a certain disrespect to the sport when random <laughs> guys just step in? Like, I mean, a la Conor McGregor step in. Yeah. And, I mean, not many, many people can't even get that fight against Floyd. He just steps in. And gets it, man. But that you yeah. knew, you knew the whole uh, reason behind that going in, though. It, it was, was money. money. Yeah, and, 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 and they, they accomplished what they went for. So I, I will say that yeah. much. I mean, context is everything. Um, I think if it's a guy like Connor, I mean, you've kind of proven yourself in one sport, um, and then yeah. you have Floyd, who was a very willing participant in himself. So it's not like one guy was you know going a- after the other, and the other guy was just like not having it. Um, I think that was more so even more fun than this. I mean, what was that like yeah, uh, the number one selling pay per view of all time? Oh, yeah, some right. kind of crazy thing I, like that. Was a very, a um, I was watching that one. Yeah, yeah. In terms of disrespectful to the sport, I mean, maybe a little bit, but I think the people who know, they know that this is kind of a yeah. sideshow. You know what yeah. I mean? So right. I don't really feel – I don't know that they necessarily feel too uh, disrespected. Maybe they do, but that's – you know, if you're not able to have any fun. Um, these guys are – you know, they're, they're famous guys. I mean, so to see yeah. them do something that they don't normally do, I would love to watch an MMA fighter, you know, a couple of MMA fighters play, you know, like a couple of teams and get like a basketball game going. I think that would be, be fun. super yeah. fun to watch. Check it you know, out. so I, I do like to see a little bit of, you know, dipping your toes in, you know, to another sport just to see what happens. Yeah. I, I think that there could be some gatekeepers, you know, some like boxing hardos that are like yeah. keep the sport pure. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But I think you know they are. Than many, more than anything, it, it's good for the sport. You know what I mean? It, it's mm-hmm. going to get people that wouldn't normally be watching a combat sport watching it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, like you said, they're they're just dipping their their feet into it, you know, and they're both huge names in their respective, you know, YouTube, NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's it's awesome for the sport. Um, and a fight is a fight, you know. It's 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fight, fight to yeah. fight. Yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah. That's the fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder. Um, yeah, I wonder. I wonder what it was that. I mean, did these guys interact a good bit, or did, I had no idea. Nate, I was about to say, like, why didn't Nate Absolutely Robinson hop up no in this? Idea. You know? Yeah, right. Where does he come from? In all this is that, this is about as random as it can get, it especially yeah, in twenty twenty. Right. Like, who would ever thought Nate Robinson be fighting in a boxing, a pro yeah. boxing fight? Like, come on. Really? Yeah. Now, now this is a little side side thing, quick thing, real quick. All right. But all right. There've been a lot of quick memes on on uh, <laughs> on Twitter about LeBron James in his. Uh, boxing Mike Tyson is from. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta address oh, it. You gotta no. address it. Oh no. Let me, uh, hey, let, let me, let me take it first. Let me take it first. Since uh, yeah, let's I'm, give our, it, I'm our resident LeBron guy. I swear to God. I swear let's give the let's give the expert his time. You disrespect Mike Tyson. I swear to God. As a resident LeBron expert here, um, <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't go well. Uh, okay, he's very okay. he's Thank very you. he's a very athletic guy. LeBron is very uh, great in his respective sport, but um, like you guys said, you know when you're when you're stepping into something like that, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't gonna happen. So it, it's not no, no disrespect. You know how it is. It should, that's just the. I would have left this Boy. call if you would have said LeBron could have won. <laughs> I, I, I would have cut this any chance. It's a puncher's <laughs> chance, man. Bro, I literally saw people on Twitter actually trying to make a case for this man. And I said, Yeah, right. You know, and, and as, as y'all was talking about, the people that don't watch the sport, them the ones you try to bring on. I mean, it's funny, but that's the reason why pay per views of a big time fight have big time uh, pay per view numbers. Mm-hmm. It's right. the guys that don't usually watch fights. When they start watching, that's when the numbers are starting to break. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, that's what happened with Floyd and Connor, or anytime Floyd steps in. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mike, this is going to break numbers. Mike Tyson coming back. Oh, man. It's going to be insane, Bye. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it doesn't matter why you order the pay per view. If you order the pay per view, that's the same. You know, it's the same across the board. If you ordered to watch somebody lose, or if you ordered to watch somebody win because he's your favorite, or mm-hmm. you ordered to watch what, you know, 54 year old Mike Tyson can do, a buy is a buy. And buy so, buy. you know, this is going to this is gonna be crazy in the box office, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, well, let's see. So we got our last weekend of Fight Island here uh, this upcoming week, and it's been real fun here lately making our picks and everything. Yeah. I know we, we've had different uh, hodgepodges of, you know, two or three of us, you know, at least uh, before each week, and I like making these picks because it makes it really competitive. Torres and I have been going, have been going <laughs> out of here uh, recently. This past, uh, this this past weekend, uh, there was actually uh, each of us ended up going two, two, and one, or or actually. We were three, three, we were three, and, three two and two for, each. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we each picked uh, Figueroa. But, uh, yeah. but yeah. So I'm going to be interested to see how this goes out. We're we're going to have to each uh, keep track of who our picks are. And we're about to talk some smack uh, this week. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It really shocked me when Kevin uh, Gasolum lost that way. I was a little yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I was that, a little yeah, that way. That. Yeah, that was uh, I was Jack Manson, No joke, but that heel hook was so quick. That heel yeah. was so. T- Yes, super tight. I wouldn't even say it was. It was the way that he lost. I'd say it's how quickly he lost. Yeah, I mean, it was we know Jack Hermanson's ground game yeah. is amazing. Mm-hmm. I just didn't see it happening that quickly. But it, it seems to yeah. me he made like a rookie move to like turn his back that way. Because to me, you supposed to stay in full guard, and the, he, he for one, he actually got out of it, and mm-hmm. then he went right back into full guard, mm-hmm. and then got caught. And yeah, I don't yeah, know. the heel hook is tricky because it's almost kind of counterintuitive the way you have to escape it. But because, I mean, theoretically, I mean, obviously, Kelvin probably knows this. But, I mean, if you're going to get out of the heel hook, you have to roll. You have to roll, yes. roll, roll through, yeah. and the guy's going to roll, roll, and try to come after you. 
Um, but at the same time, you have to be careful as to which way you roll because if you turn into it, you're going to rip your knee apart. Yeah. So you have to turn away from it. But, you know, just, you know, semantics between different kinds of heel hooks. But it, it was just strange because Kelvin didn't really seem to have any urgency. He didn't really no. seem to try to move. You're right. So it, it was yeah. a little strange. Yeah. 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 Jordan was over at the house watching it with me. So we, we experienced mm-hmm. that at the same time. And then uh, the Figurito, him winning it, I, I think that was just, that sealed the deal on that one. He went hand. Yeah, out. man. Pretty expected, man. Tough yeah. to watch, man. Hard to watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was rough. And that was, and there was beat a his eyes like out. that. He did. He <laughs> beat his eyes out, dude. His yeah. eyes were wide open when he got choked. Yes. Out. Was, yes. It was, it was uh, especially because well, of how. Joseph Benavidez is such a good guy. He's, he's a fan, yeah. fan favorite. Uh, nice great fighter. Always puts on a good fight. Mm-hmm. And then just to know that Megan Olivia is sitting right there, his wife. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be like a Sitting her. on the Insult edge of the injury. cage. Man, the, reply, I, I, the replies to her, uh, like, tribute post to him on Twitter were – they were brutal. And she was Did like – he, he said, she always makes me feel like I'm number one. I was like, bro, you uh, make me feel like I'm about to cry. Like, uh, I'm not trying to cry my eyes out over here. What are you doing this for? Quick question. Do you think he is the greatest uh, fighter to, in UFC history to never win a belt? Either him or Cowboy, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, I, I threw Overeem up there. I threw Overeem. Overeem, yeah. Overeem. Well, yeah, I mean, so considering he had so many titles outside, um, yeah. he's definitely one of them. Man. And then Nate uh, Diaz. I mean, both of Nate Diaz, Diaz sure. Mm-hmm. Legend, that's for sure. That's pretty fair. That's pretty fair. I definitely put Joby in the conversation. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, you guys want to get into the picks for uh, this week's main card? No, we got seven here, right? So yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't do my homework. I thought it was just going to be five in the main card. So I'm going to be making <laughs> some uh, some picks on the fly today. So I'm glad I got a little time to uh, to hear you guys' <laughs> opinions for uh. They threw the old cheese ball. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll start off with uh, you guys were calling him Little Khabib. Because I do not ha- know how to pronounce this guy's uh, name, right? Apparently, no, it, it's yeah. Big Khabib. Or Big Khabib. Never mind, not Little Khabib. Big <laughs> Khabib. I think it was Michael Bisping that called him Little Khabib in his prelim fight. Um, okay. Huh. But as Jordan pointed out, he's obviously, at any given time, 25 to 15 pounds heavier than him. So <laughs> Yeah. It's yeah. kind of hard to call that guy Little, yeah. <laughs> he's a big guy. He's like 6'3 or some crazy thing like All that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but it's uh it's him versus McKee here, uh, Reese McKee, right? So right. Uh, who wants to start us off here? I go for it. I got you right go now. Um, I'm gonna call <laughs> Little Habib. I mean, the man just fought ten days ago. Um, as we currently say, he's about to have the record, and actually, his last fight was his UFC debut. He's about to have yeah. two UFC fights in the span of ten days. Wow. So. Um, this is about to be amazing. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Riz McKee, this is going to be his first fight in the Ooh. UFC. Um, he's 24 years old. Um, I think – I ain't going to lie. I think UFC just is giving uh, Cavs that uh, a little bone to pick with, mm-hmm. you know, get his record up Low a little bit. Fruit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Lil Habib in this one. I'm taking it uh, – well, Big Habib, whoever you want to call him. But, yeah. yes, I'm taking uh, I'm taking him in this fight. It might be over in the first round. I don't see it going well. Blake? Yeah, I am – I'm going to second that opinion. Uh, I almost wanted to go away from it because 10 days ago from Saturday, 
he fought in his UFC UFC debut. Uh, but the craziest part of it is, is he fought at middleweight in his debut. And 10 days later, he's fighting at welterweight. So he already was coming off of a weight cut, right? So now he's gotten a fight. Granted, he didn't take a punch. Um, he absolutely dominated the entire fight. Um, but to, to go through a weight cut, fight, expend all that energy, get told you're fighting again, and then cut an additional 15 pounds is insane. Mm-hmm. You're in Abu Dhabi. You know, you're not where you're normally at. You're not uh, with the same equipment you normally have. Uh, you know, all the luxuries that you have, you know, where you, you are. Um, but with that being said, his his last fight was such a dominant performance, and he is fighting a, a guy that's in his UFC debut. Um, so I, I think it's hard to pick against him just based on what we saw last week and how absolutely dominant he was. Um, his takedowns were, were beautiful, and when yeah. he got him down, there was no no hope of getting back up. It was dominant. He controlled it, and uh, I, I just don't see him losing. All right, Jordan? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, if you see a guy coming here who's bald, has a beard, a full bushy beard, but no mustache, do not <laughs> bet against that guy. If you ever have to bet, and it's a toss-up, go towards that guy because his wrestling is going to be insane. Um, but, yeah, no, his, his positional control, I think, was just off the charts. I mean, seeing how um, he was able to just float over the top position and then know where John Phillips was going to be before he went there. And then know where, you know, in return, where Hamzat had to be in order to dominate that position. There wasn't like a second in that fight where you thought John Phillips had a chance to win. After, after the, first no the first engagement, you're just kind of like, okay, I, I know exactly what's going to go down here. And, um, yeah, I don't know anything about the guy he's fighting. I think he's, he's super fresh uh, face, especially in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going, I'm going Hamzat. I, I'm jumping on the hype train. All right. So I'm, I'm going to make it a full sweep here. I'm going to go with the – uh, big little Khabib, whatever we want to call him here. Um, I, I mean, I, I wasn't able to really uh, watch any of his highlights. Like you guys said, he came in last week. And from what you guys described to me, because I didn't get to watch his fight, but uh, but he absolutely beat the crap out of the person that he, that he faced. Um, so um, that that's in his favor. And uh, it's also in his favor that uh, that he's the favorite in Vegas at minus 1,400. So he's pretty heavily oh, favored in this. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> I'd say the odds it, are, it, it won't be close. I, I, I'm pretty yeah. – I'm about 95% sure it won't be close. Right. Is that your lock of the night? make a boatload of money. That, that's a lock for me. <laughs> if, I had to, if I was a big man, that would be a lock for me. You get one lock of the night per car. That, that's All right. Yeah, well, well, right, yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah, well, let's do that's it. my automatic lock. <laughs> okay. That's All right. Move. So, let's see. So, uh, next fight, we got Oliveira, who they call Cowboy. And uh, – Piotr Sabata, right? Yeah, there we go. All right, got it right. So, uh, Blake, kick us off with this one. Yeah, uh, so this is – anytime uh, Cowboy fights, it's it's going to be exciting. Um, he's uh, an amazing grappler, been in the UFC. This will be his 17th fight, I believe. Um, fighting a guy with a judo background, this will be his seventh fight. Um, and I, I see it going Cowboy's way. Um, he has wins on the feet you know, standing up. Um, but his ground game is phenomenal. Uh, he's coming off fighting a, a guy in Piotr that is coming off a loss to Leon Edwards in 2018. So he's mm. not only coming off a loss, but it was two years ago. Um, and so you, you talk about ring, ring rust. If you believe in it, you, you may or you may not. Uh, but two years is a long time to, to be laid off 
when you're facing a guy like Oliveira, who is always active, always fighting. Um, he's a guy that you just you see him all the time. Um, so I, th- I think that'll be too much for him, and I see Cowboy coming away with another victory. Um, that's that. Torres? Well, I'm kind of looking at this fight, and I agree with Blake. Um, Alex Oliveira, I mean, the man is a monster. He's exciting to watch. He comes straight at you. He won his last fight against Max Griffin, uh, split decision. Uh, he he had some tough, tough ins and out. I mean, before that fight, he was on a three-fight losing streak. I think he's trying to get back hot again. Currently, I'm looking at uh, Piero Sabata. I mean, man, he lost to Leon Edwards, and I do remember that fight. And, you know, Leon is, you know, he's starting to on a big pinnacle right now. And for the welterweight division, he should be getting a title fight soon, in my opinion. But that's another story. That's but, fair. That's yes, fair. Yes. But, uh, um, yes, Alex Oliveira, I mean, this fight, I see it going, you know, probably second, third round, you know, you know, just to keep it going. But I think I can see a finish. I think I see Alex Oliveira finishing him in this fight. So it could be by submission. He's known a lot for his guillotine choke. So um, I can I can see that in the second, third round. But it's going to be really interesting. I got Alex Oliveira in this one. All right, Jordan. Yeah, I mean, with all due respect, I mean, both of the guys are, are fairly inconsistent when it comes to, you know, the higher-level competition, yes. um, especially with, uh, you know, Sabata losing to Leon Edwards. And you also have Oliveira, who's lost to, I think, Mike Perry and a few other guys fairly recently. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it, when it comes down to that, when both guys are fairly um, equal in that regard, I think you just have to look at the quality of wins that they both have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we've seen, you know, in my opinion, I think we've seen more high-quality wins with, uh, with Oliveira. I mean, he's submitted guys like Tim Means, who's legit both on the feet and on the ground. Uh, Carlos Condit, the same thing. Uh, former title challenger, was, was a kingpin at 170 for a long time. Um, he's also got some other notable wins, but uh, I would have to go with, with uh, Cowboy Oliveira. All right, all right. So I know this sounds boring. I'm going to roll with him as well. In the few seconds before <laughs> uh, we started up this show, I looked up a quick YouTube uh, clip of, of watching Cowboy and some highlights and – I liked what I saw. I thought he looked pretty good, and uh, yeah. you guys have some good opinions on it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it. I'm sorry that I did not do my homework, but I'm gonna roll with that. Somebody's uh, gonna have to make a hot take here in a minute. We've, we've oh been, no, we oh, are. We got five. We need some hot takes, man. All right, let's go. The fights. Hey, but before we get to these next fights, let's take a quick break. All right, so next fight we got Craig versus Antigulov. Jordan, what's your take on this one? Right. So um, I, I was kind of high on Paul Craig when he first got to the UFC. Um, I think he had a, a few slick submissions uh, in, his, in his first couple of fights, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but as of late, he's been a little inconsistent. But um, we're also looking at Hosmerat, who's also on, uh, what, two-fight losing streak or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's 2-2 two and two in the UFC and has been finished twice recently. Um, so, I mean, just knowing how slick Paul Craig is and with my affinity for jiu-jitsu, I'm going to have to go with, with, uh, with uh, Paul Craig. All right. Uh, Torres? Um, I'm probably on the same train as that right now. I'm looking at Paul Craig right now. He fought a guy, Shogun, who, uh, who we will be yeah, seeing yeah. later on in the cards. Um, came down to a draw. I mean, besides that draw, he's what? He's two and two out of his last four fights. So, and then he fought some guy, Alonzo Minifield. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean we, hey, he was, yeah, he was good when we – during that time, yeah. I feel. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's, he's some powerful some, guys for sure. Yeah, he has guys with some power. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. um, as I'm I'm currently looking at uh Antigulov, 
Uh, like you said, he's on a two-fight losing streak, two and two in the UFC. I mean, he started out well. Now mm-hmm. he's on a down slope. As competition gets better, when you start winning, mm-hmm. um, and both and both of those um, losses both ended in the first round by knockout. Mm. So it's going to be really interesting. I mean, look, Antigulov is fighting with a purpose. But Paul Craig, I, I just, I just, I can see him getting this one. Uh, I'm taking Paul Craig in this one. All right, Blake. Yeah, I am going to go against the grain. Ooh, I'm going to uh, go with Antigulov. Um, in the UFC, when you got guys that aren't the biggest names, it's normally fight loss number three or four, and, and then you, you're, you're cut. And mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a big motivator for him. Um, and just like Craig, um, Antti Gulag is, is great on the ground. When you look at his wins, rear naked choke, guillotine, rear naked choke, rear naked choke, guillotine. Um, so he, he is also very well-versed on the ground. Um, and his last two fights that he lost were, were knockouts uh, on the feet. Um, so I think when you got a guy that's, one, motivated by not being cut by the promotion, possibly, um, and he's also fighting a guy with a similar style, um, I think that it, it, it could definitely be um, – could definitely play in his favor. But with that being said, a lot of times when you get these matchups with two guys who – are, are well versed on the ground. You see, neither one of them wants to wants to take the other one down mm-hmm. um, for fear of you know getting caught in a submission or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So if we see that play out where neither one wants to shoot, neither one wants to go for the takedown, um, and it stands up, you know, the majority of the fight, I think Paul Craig will get it done. <clears throat> but I don't see that happening. Um, so I, I see Anti Gulov getting it done uh, with a submission. Yeah, Torres. If you could, if you could pull some strings here, man, and get them to make this just a grappling match, uh, so uh, we have no striking. Hey, uh, let's, let's see what we can do with that, man. Because I'm trying to see some jujitsu exchanges for sure. You're right, hey, bro. <laughs> Look, a lot of people. I, you know, I don't think we had an opportunity to get a chance to talk about it. But like, obviously, the Masvidal and Usman fight. You know, the hardcore fans. You know, we like to see a little wrestling and a little jujitsu here and there. So. And, and it wasn't much, you know, of that in that fight anyway. But a lot of clinch just, stuff just, in that one, too. There was oh, a lot yeah. of clinching yeah. and, and foot stomping, but, you know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> foot right, right. Yeah, but right. overall, I mean, they're all effective in a way. And I would like to see some wrestling, some jiu-jitsu. It was really, oh, yeah. like, this past card. I mean, um, dang, what was her name? Who had that submission um, that looked oh, like Oh, oh, is it Lapita? Is it Lapita? Uh, I want oh, to say. my goodness. Lipsky. Aaron Lipsky. Lipsky, Lipsky, Lipsky not Lipsky. Yeah. I was blanking on her name. That knee bar was so impressive. Gosh, oh. man. That position so is like going to rip it off. Yeah. Oh. She would have, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Gosh. I think yeah. it was coming off. <laughs> yes, but see, that's what I'm talking about. Some big-time submissions like that. So, mm. that, that, that was really good to see. That yes. was really good to see. Yeah. We, uh, like, last main card, you had three submissions. Well, you know, yeah. well, Mm-hmm. Benavidez, Lipsky, and Hermanson. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. Yeah, and never sometimes know. when you get two guys that are are grapplers, you get a a great entertaining fight. That's you right. Ben Askren and Damian Maya. I yeah, mean, that, yeah. That fight was just scramble after scramble after scramble, mm-hmm. and th- those fights are super exciting they uh, are. to me. Oh yeah. So yeah. I, I would love mm-hmm. to get uh, some of that in here. Okay. So uh, so with my pick on this one, before we you know go on to the next one. Uh, so I'm going to go with Torres and, and Jordan on this one. I'm going to go with Craig here. Um, so I, I have some uh, different reasons. So 
Um, I think Blake could be right uh, about them, you know, because like you said, it could, it could go one of two ways where they, you know, get down, you know, doing a bunch of jiu-jitsu or they end up, you know, standing up the whole time. And like you said, if it, if they do end up standing up the whole time, he does beat him in, uh, in reach uh, by a pretty good bit and in the height. And from what I've seen on some of his highlights, he's, um, he's not too bad at throwing some kicks in there. So, um, so I, I think he's got that in his bag. Um, and I think he can keep his opponent at bay to where, you know, they won't get into too many like clinches or, you know, shoots or anything like that. But uh, the big reason here that I'm going to go with him, his nickname is the Bear Jew. And I'm a huge I saw that. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Inglorious Bastards. So oh, I got yeah. I got to go with it, man. I got to go with it. I was wondering if that was just like a uh, like a Wikipedia hack or something. I wasn't sure if that was the case, but it he looks like the Bear Jew, so I'm assuming that's <laughs> Yeah. So I, I had yeah. to go with him here. Um yeah, I love that nickname. Love the movie. That's pretty dope. <laughs> had to go with it. Had to go. A good a reason as any. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So you know me, I got to pull the wild card out here. Um so next fight up, we got uh esparza versus rodriguez here uh blake you want to kick us off on this one yeah i will definitely do that this is a super interesting fight to me uh because both of these women have some super impressive wins mm -hmm. uh, they have some bad losses but when you look at esparza she's beaten rose namayunas cynthia calvillo uh michelle watterson recently uh, this year um those those are all you know pretty big names in women's mma um, and on the other side, you got a girl that has never lost a fight. Um, and Rodriguez has wins for Tisha Torres. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's a pretty big name um, in women's MMA. Um, and I, I don't see this one touching the ground at all. Both primarily stand-up fighters. Um, <clears throat> Rodriguez has the Muay Thai style. And she's on a hot streak. Obviously has never lost. Has two draws in there, which is kind of crazy. Uh, so I'm going to roll with Rodriguez on this one. Just she's the hot hand. She's undefeated. Um, I think she gets it done. All right. Torres? Um, I'm, I'm currently looking at both fighters, and uh, right. I can see what, order, uh, what Blake was saying about Rodriguez. I mean, she is currently – yes, she is undefeated. Um, she don't fall – this is going to be her fifth fight. You know, it's very rare that you see somebody have two draws. Mm -hmm. You know, in that career like that. So, I mean, it looked like that. That means she's competing. I mean, it's close. Uh -huh. she, she's going. It's going all the way through. So that's very rare. Um, I don't see this fight going to a draw. I'm looking at Carla Esperaz. I mean, I'm looking at her and like, yes, I, we saw that fight to Michelle Watterson, um, and that was a really close fight. Um, she's on a three three fight win streak. So this really gonna be, it's gonna be some fireworks in this one. I don't know. I mean, and. I look at Esperanza, she beat Cynthia Cavillo, who um, Rodriguez had a draw with. That was even, mm -hmm. that was even though it was three years ago, but she did beat her. I might I might go I might go Carla Esperanza on this one. I'm going against the grain. All right. All right, Jordan. Yeah, no, that's pretty fair. Um, I feel like every time we see Carla uh, Esparza in there, it's 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 gonna be a close fight. I feel like a lot of her decisions are maybe split decisions. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to really see her in, in a fight where she, you know, clear cut, you know, has like a, a super convincing win. Um, but I mean, with, you run the risk with, uh, Rodriguez who's had two draws, right? So we wonder <laughs> yeah. if, she, if she can convince people, you know, if she's clearly want to fight either. Um, but I, I think, uh, if I had to go with my gut, I would say Esparza, but with who I want to see win, I would, I would pick Rodriguez. So, so who do you got to go with here? Who, who are you going to pick? 
Rolling the dice, man. I'm going for Rodriguez. For All sure. right. Yeah, she's the All younger. Right. I, I want to see more more life in that division. I think it needs uh, somebody to come up and kind of shake things up a little bit and knock off a uh, uh, you know perennial uh, perennial contender like like Esparza. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think I'm going to roll with the with the Rodriguez picks here. Um, I think you guys have made some some valiant you know cases for uh, for her to get this. And to be honest with you, she um, you know she's coming in undefeated, like you said. Of course, you know two draws. So that that kind of um, or some, you know, negatives in her, um, in her wheelhouse. But, um, yeah, I'm going to roll with her here. I think she'll be able to get it done. She wins in the measurables department. You know, I always like to take that into account. Um, what she, she just has to like a two inch, I think reach advantage, but five on the mm-hmm. height. So I don't know. I think she has that to offer, but, uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with Rodriguez here. So, um, so I think that was me, Blake and Jordan went Rodriguez and Torres was the, uh, when it gets the grain, right, Torres? I did. Hey. All right. Hey, you got to make some separation. Do it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get some separation somehow on these picks. So um, oh, yeah. I hate, I hate like to be on but when you have two draws <laughs> like that, that's just so rare. Yeah. Know. It's questionable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's I think these, these next three, uh, they're going to be, this is where it's going to get, we're going to start Ooh. getting some separation. All right. These I think there's going to be a lot of fights. Yeah. These fights are so good. We're about We're going to see some finishes. Yeah, yes. yeah, <laughs> and I think we're going to get Big some ball. different opinions. So I mean, I I don't I don't think we're going to have any overwhelming uh, majority, but we'll see. But uh, but we got uh, Gustafson and Verdun Torres lead us off here, man. All right, now this is what I'm excited for. Uh, Gustafson, I mean, he's coming back. He said he's coming back to fight at heavyweight. He was at light heavyweight previously. Um, he lost his last fight, Anthony Smith, rear naked choke. You know, one that was really close in that fight, and, you know, he just got caught. Then the John Jones before that, he got – I mean, and everybody knows anytime John Jones fights a guy a second time, more than likely he's going to – I think he's had a finish against everybody he's fought the second time. Mm-hmm. So, it just it's just different. But, I mean, he, he was one of the guys that well, a lot of people thought beat John Jones the first time they fight. Right. I, um, I definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Same. Same. He All has right. really great striking. I mean, man, oh. I mean, gosh, gosh. Like, this this is going to be fireworks. And, oh, my gosh, Wardum, I mean, he lost his last two fights. He lost to Alex Olenek, and then he lost to Alexander Volkov. Um, you know, they are some really – both of those guys are big-time heavyweights. But, in my opinion, I just think Gustafson is much better strikers than both of those guys. And if he gets caught in this one – Man, I just I just don't see it going good for Wadumi. And plus, what is he? Forty two years old? Yes, he's forty two years he's up old. There. Up there, he's up there. So yeah, I see Gustafson making a big time <laughs> statement at the heavyweight division. And let's be honest, um, in August you got uh, Cormier and Stipe fighting. Mm-hmm. More than likely, both of those guys retire. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean it's it's, it's, it's up time. There. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's time, a good time you know? to do it. Absolutely. All right, yeah, Blake. I'm, take, I'm taking Gustafson in this one. Alexander the Mauler. Well, I mean, it's so exciting that he is back. Um, when he lost to Anthony Smith and retired in the ring, it was kind of like almost like when Henry Cejudo retired, even though I don't mm-hmm. think that's real. It was just kind of like a <laughs> what is happening moment for me, at least. Uh, I'm a big Alexander fan. Um, but when you look at Verdum, he's one of the best grapplers that the USC has ever seen uh, over such a period of time and at the weight classes weight class that he fights in um he's amazing on the ground i say that 
I should have said he was amazing on the ground because I feel like that's in a past life. He's 42 years old. Um, he's coming off, what is it, two losses. Um, <clears throat> and one of them was to Alexio Olenek, who is also a great grappler, and he lost by decision. So it, it's just not there anymore, in my opinion. And you have uh, Gustafson, who's coming back at heavyweight. So he, he's going to be more fresh. Uh, he doesn't have to make that cut. His striking, we all know, is, is phenomenal. And I just don't see him giving Verdum the chance to take it to the ground. I don't think it ever gets to that point. He's too fast. Uh, he's too accurate. Uh, I, I just don't see any way that he loses. Uh, this is actually going to be my lock of the night. Ooh. I think the oh, Mueller gets okay. it done. All right. Uh, I'm going to say within one. Uh, okay. Whoa, okay. All right. That is yeah, when, you, when you have a guy that's, that's retired – um, for him to come out of retirement, he, he's got to be hungry. He's doing it at a new weight class. Um, I see him getting it done. Wow. wow. Easily. All right. Easily. Wow. Oh, man. All right. All right, Jordan, what do you got for us? That, that's man, I, I, don't know, I don't know about <laughs> easily, but I do think that Gustafson gets it done. Um, I mean, to give Fabrizio Verdum his credit, man, he's, he's got to be in the conversation for best heavyweight of all time. Easily. Yeah. I mean, you submit a guy like Fedor Emelianenko when he was actually Fedor before he went on like a small little losing streak that he did and had some skirmishes. Um, but, yeah, man, you, you submit Fedor. You submit Cain Velasquez. Uh, you also submit Big Nog. So Minotaro Noguera, uh, the big brother of uh, a little Nog who's fighting in the co-main, one of the best jiu-jitsu guys uh, of all time in MMA. And Fabricio submitted them fairly handily. Um, but like Blake said, I mean, he is – it's arguable, you know, that he's fairly past his prime. And um, to see him come off of that uh, USADA suspension, I believe is what it was, um, for I think it was about two years that he was away from the sport. And then you see him come, uh, come back against a guy like Olenek, um, who in all fairness he should have beaten, but mm -hmm. um, starts getting tagged early in the first um, and just doesn't necessarily look like himself, almost like a shell of who he once was, perhaps. Um, but, I mean, there's, you know, he's Vicavalo, you know what I mean? He's the go horse. And – you know, maybe he can, maybe he can bring it back. Maybe he can learn some new tricks, but yeah, man, I don't know. I, I think Gustafson gets it done. I mean, I think with the success that Olenek had in the striking department against Verdum, I think that Gustafson probably, you know, will have exponentially more success in the stand-up department against Verdum. Mm -hmm. um, but to be fair, he's got great Muay Thai, but you know, just based on what we've seen recently from Verdum, I think that Gustafson gets it done. And I'm really interested to see him at heavyweight, man, because he's a huge guy. Yeah. He's a Big very, guy. very large yeah. guy. Yeah. Tall. Yeah, and the fact that he's been able to make 205 so consistently has been, in hindsight, actually really crazy. I'm really curious to see what weight he comes in at. I think he's one of those guys that could, you know, fight at a nice, solid 230, you know, mm -hmm. and be, you know, just as much of a force as anybody in the division, especially oh. right now when right, – yeah, right now when you really need that, I think, I think it's going to be really good to see, and I hope he gets the win. All right. All right. So – this one, when I'm looking at this fight, I kind of think of everybody. Y'all remember the um, Overeem Harris fight earlier this year, right? Yeah, yeah. It kind of gives me shades of that. I mean, you have the the older Overeem going against yeah, the young. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying the younger guy that has, you know, yeah. you like his striking a lot and everything. And Harris, um, it it gives me shades of that. But man, y'all make some really good points. I I was thinking to myself by the time we were getting past Torres, I was like, maybe I should, you know. I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll change my pick here. You know, go against uh, go against Gustafson. But man, like I, after Blake, it. Got, Blake Do got it. done talking, no, Blake got done talking, and it, it, 
I don't know. He, yeah. he, he sold me right there, man. He was a good seller. Lock it was when he locked it in. It's when I had, he locked it in. It's I, I got to go with him. Um, he fights that style that I kind of – I mean, Torres talks about people getting kind of bored. I'm one of those people that gets a little bored. I ain't going to lie sometimes when it's a, it's a lot of um, – you know, like it's not so much um, grappling because I'm, I'm cool if you're active. I don't like the kind of everybody just kind of hanging on each other kind of stuff. Right. But I, yeah. I, I respect it. I respect it, you know, but it's just like, you know, okay, can we do something else? You know, well, you're but, saying you don't like watching Kamaru Usman fight. You can say it. it's okay. Yeah. I was a bit, I was, I was a bit. You're uh, in a safe space, Tyler. This is your safe space. Uh, okay. Thank you. I, I was a little <laughs> underwhelmed at that. That's exactly the word I chose when I texted Torres at night. I was like, man, I wanted yeah, more from this. Of course I did. I did. I wanted more from it, you know, yeah, and I was a little shocked about that as well because I remember yeah. him fighting Kobe Covington, but I thought oh, like this. I was like, most ever. of the time, and Blake actually said it early in the podcast when you got two good wrestlers, yes, sometimes they have really good grappling, but sometimes when two good wrestlers fight each other, they're like, I respect your wrestling, you respect mine, we're gonna brawl it out, yeah, because I know, I, I mean, we probably tied in wrestling, so they mm, most of the time yeah. they brawl it out up with, with the hands with the striking so that's yeah. why I was like man I was a little shocked about that against Maslow I'm not gonna lie I was a little shocked I knew he was gonna wrestle from the beginning we knew that mm-hmm. we a lot of everyone six days notice yeah no yeah, need to take the risk going, yeah yeah For no real. need to take a risk when things started to get hectic that's the reason why Jorge was tagging him in that first round yeah when yeah things started to get hectic he was like okay no reason to lose my title trying to excite me yeah and he said that right. no, it's, yeah, yeah no that's and that's under it's understood you know like I mean yeah if if that's coming between you and winning, you got to do what you got to do to win. So and he yeah. and he did that. I got to respect it. But he will fail uh, more money fans. being champion than yeah. not being champion, especially yeah. the way he fights. <laughs> exactly. It's not about retaining exactly. fans; it's about retaining titles at that point. Yeah. So. Yeah. But with all that being said, I'm going to go Gustafson here. So everybody goes with Gustafson, right? Yes, yeah. right. All right. So that will lead us to our next one. We got Little Nog versus Hua, right? So um, mm-hmm. so who do we got? To- uh, was it? No, it's we're gonna go Blake here. Let's go Blake because George just let us on that last one. Okay, yeah, I got you. Um, I'm gonna keep this one brief because I don't think that there's much that needs to be said. Uh, <laughs> I'm not really not really sure why this fight is is being made. Uh, Lil Nog has already lost this fight twice. Um, this is their third time fighting. Lost, um, I want to say via armbar. No, I think it was a, a deci- two decisions, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys are both um, legends of the sport, but they're both up in age, both in their 40s. Um, well, I know uh, who is in is 38, so they're, they're both up there in age. Uh-huh. Um, and I just don't see any anything changing from their first two fights. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they say you can't teach an old dog do tricks, and uh, Lil Nog is 44, so he's not a young dog. Uh, so I, I just don't see anything changing from their first – first uh two fights i'm gonna go with uh shogun all right uh jordan yeah i mean you want to talk about brazilian mma legends this is royalty at its finest for sure i mean you want to talk about two guys that were uh you know super active and and when mma was still in basically its infancy um you know pride days things like that these guys are have been there and they've done that but Mm -hmm. unfortunately at this point in their career they both have so much mileage I mean, they're, they're not the oldest guys in the world in the sport, but in terms of the fights that they've had and the mileage that's on these two guys, um, it is kind of questionable as to why this fight's being made. Mm-hmm. But um, for, for the Brazilian geriatric championship of the world, 
Um, I think I'm going for Shogun Hua to win it. All right. All yeah. Right, I'm literally on the same train. Shogun Hua, I just see him really going ahead and taking this fight. I mean, I'm looking at uh, Nogueira. I mean, this is going to be his second rematch with a fighter. He fought Ryan Bader twice, and Bader <laughs> destroyed him both times. And, you know, um, dang it, I can't think of his name right now. Free. Uh, Shogun. Shogun, he just a different fighter. And like uh, uh, Jordan was saying from the beginning, these guys have been here since the beginning of MMA. And it's basically two old guys going at it. It's basically Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So, uh, All right. Um, yeah. But Shogun, uh, I'm, I'm going to give him that this one. I just think he's he's he still got it a little bit. He had a draw with Paul Craig, um, as we talked about earlier. Um, he's on he's been on the winning side in his last six fights. He's four out of his last six. So mm-hmm. I'm taking Shogun in this one. I am. All right. Well, I'm going against the grain on this one, and it was oh. it's not even it's not even really out of spite. It's I even had this kind of written down. Uh, I was just gonna I was just gonna pick him, and my reasoning was just cause. I, I don't know. I, just, I, just put it in. I, watched, I watched both of them. Um, I like watched some highlights of both the guys. I mean, they're they're pretty. Uh, I, I don't know. It's and and they fought each other. I watched like one of their older fights. Um, you talk about you know these guys are uh, Nagara. He's already been beaten by him twice, right? I just yeah. think you know you can get kicked and you can get kicked for only so long. But one of these days you gotta you know you gotta stand up to the bully and he's yeah. gonna stand up to the oh bully. God. And he's going to rise up. That's what he's going to do, all, all you Falcons fans. He's going to rise up. Little Nog, that's who we're going uh, with. He's not going to be Little Nog awesome. this Saturday. He's going to be Big Nog. So, sometimes it's just not oh meant to goodness. be sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's just not meant to be. But no, yeah, like, the, like, like the Bills in the Super Bowl, they went to four straight. You would have thought. Dang, he's going to do it. <laughs> he's going to do it. Watch him. Not, I, not, not every story him. has a happy ending. And how old, how old is Little Nog again? Go, he's 44. 44. Man. He's all due respect, it. all due respect. He and his brother have both looked pretty poor for their entire lives. I mean, these oh, yeah. guys have That's just some people are just like look super old. I love him to death, like and that. I have all the respect for him. But I could have told you that so I would have told you that both Nogueira brothers were forty four ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's so funny because we literally talked about that in the last uh, UFC Pick'em show about Aldo when Connor yeah. had an interview and he said he made Jose Aldo look old, and when you go back and look, you're like. Jose was only 28. He's, yeah. yeah, he's hardly in 30 that, now. It's wild. Yeah, he's 30 now. Yeah, he's yeah. 28 in that fight. He does look he old. Like, he was. He did look old. <laughs> he does look yeah. kind of like an old man, though. Yeah, when, does, I saw him, when I saw him at 135, I was like, man, is this guy 50? Or is he, you know, I, I can't tell. <laughs> right. No, but I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Nagara. I'm, I'm going to be the one, the uh, the black sheep of the bunch on this one. But uh, our next fight here, main, main fight of the night, right? So we got Whitaker and Till. And <laughs> this is this is the biggest one, right? You know, we're rolling forward to this. I'm, I'm interested to see what everybody sees in this one. So, oh, uh, so Torres, lead us off, man. Man, I am excited. I never forget when they uh, posted about this fight on Instagram, and the moment I saw, it, I said, "Man, this is about to be a barn burner, bro." Robert Whitaker, as we all know, Bobby Knuckles, the man. Bobby Knuckles, the freaking man. I mean, if you want to know who this man is. Don't watch any other fight. Go look at his Yoel Romero fights. Holy smokes. How many men can st- stand toe-to-toe with Yoel Romero and not freaking give up? I mean, it- it's incredible. But, yes, I mean, 
Yes, he lost his last fight in Israel. Um, it was a knockout. I mean, Israel is just an incredible striker. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just two different level guys. But I think Robert Whitaker winning that fight being a little bit too aggressive. Um, Darren Teal has some of that little bit in him. He's not the same striker, in my opinion, as Andesanya, but he has some of that in him, especially him being really good in kickboxing um, and Muay Thai. I would have um, Darren Till. I mean, as I saw some things earlier, um, some people was talking about Robert Whitaker. Could his chin be gone? I mean, he's been in so many wars throughout his career. Can he take those shots from Darren Till? Because we know he's going to go in that fight being a brawler. Um, I don't know, man. It's going to be really interesting to see. You got Darren Till who fought Kevin Gaston his last fight and, and you know, split. He kept his distance. He tried to stay away from Gaston power a little bit that whole fight. But, I mean, he'd been fighting at 170. And to be honest, Darren Till's been at 185 his whole career, in my opinion. But he's mm -hmm. been going – I don't know how he got down to 170. But mm -hmm. he's been hit. I mean, he got knocked out by Jorge. He almost got knocked out by Woodley. But Woodley made him tap. I mean, he hit him with a nasty right. But – Man, I don't know, man. I just I just don't think Till is ready for middleweight yet. I'm not going to lie. I don't think he's ready for this fight yet. He should have fought somebody else. I don't think he's ready for Whitaker yet, in my opinion. I'm taking Whitaker in this one. All right. All right, Jordan? Man, again, yeah, I'm so excited for this fight. Right when they announced it, um, it's just absolute – just, you know, just so much happiness that this fight is going down. Yes. Um, I, I can't say enough good things about both guys, you know, about either guy. Um, they're both two of my favorite guys in the world, especially at 185. Um, I love Adesanya as well. So, like, I just I, – I, 185 is one of my favorite divisions for sure. Um, but when you look at a guy like Darren Till, uh, you, you think of, like, a sniper. You think of a long-range guy, a, a super powerful left hand, but also some great leg kicks and some great body mm -hmm. kicks, man. I know he hit Kelvin yes. with, some, uh, with some nasty loud body kicks, man. So, um, he's got a lot of tools, especially at range, and I think that's where uh, we saw – well, I mean, we, we saw Whitaker get knocked out by Adesanya in close range, actually. Yeah. Really, really clean left hook. Mm -hmm. um, but I think to, you know, in order to get into that range, you know, you, you first have to deal with the, the, the okay. sniper-esque kind of fighter, yeah. Um, but with that being the case, when you see guys able to get inside on Darren Till, we've seen him be KO'd by uh, mm -hmm. Moss Vidal. Um, so I think if Whitaker can switch it up and kind of give Till different looks – uh, similar to what Mouse Vidal did, um, you know, how he was kind of not having a ton of success early, but then almost started blitzing him. You saw this, this kind of like blitz, you know, style of, of approach. And I think Whitaker shows that a lot of the time. I think he, he shows that a lot. Uh, and that's how he gets a lot of his, his finishes. You know, not necessarily berserker style, but he in a very tactical way of, of blitzing in and, and landing some powerful shots. And um, mm -hmm. if he can do that until he can probably finish him. But again, you do have to wonder, how much, you know, uh, of a man does 10 rounds with Yoel Romero take away? You know what I mean? So I don't know what's left for Robert Whitaker. You know, Adesanya, he's not the hardest hitting guy in the world, but the way he throws his shots and his timing is, is impeccable. And so mm -hmm. you don't have to be the most powerful guy in the world to get nasty KOs if you have wonderful timing and beautiful, solid technique. And that's what Adesanya does. So it's hard to say that him getting knocked out by Adesanya was because of his chin being suspect, because uh -huh. that could have happened to anybody. Um, yeah. But I do worry. I do worry that, he, that he's lost a bit of himself, you know, after 10 rounds with Romero. But I'll go with him nonetheless, because I think that if he can do uh, something similar to what Masvidal did, then he can get Till out of there. Okay. All right, Blake. Yeah. Just to echo what 
they both have said this fight is is amazing. These guys have been going back and forth even before it was announced on Instagram, Twitter for months. Uh, Darren Till's kind of become this like internet troll of the UFC. Yeah. I mean, he's he's sparking stuff with everybody. So it's it's really exciting to to see it happen, and it's such an interesting fight at middleweight because either way it goes, it's it's going to change the career path for you know the winner and the loser. Um, I think yeah. I think the winner of this fight will probably get the title shot after uh, we see Adesanya fight later this year um, with Costa. Um, and, and it's kind of interesting career paths that both these guys have taken. Bobby Knuckles was great champion. Um, <clears throat> and, and like Jordan said, he got caught by Adesanya. And, and it goes back to that Connor quote, precision beats power, timing beats speed. When you get hit with the perfect counter punch, you know, you don't see it coming. It's lights out. Um, when he sees a punch coming, like a looping overhand right from Yoel Romero, um, he's able to take it. Um, so, so that'll be interesting to see how he kind of adjusts from that because it was a close-range shot. And like Jordan was saying, uh, Till is, is great at those long-range shots. So that'll be an interesting dynamic of it. And on the other hand, you got Darren Till who, who came into the UFC and was just knocking people off knocking people off and they kind of threw him to Tyron Woodley. Um, in my opinion, a little bit too soon for a title shot. Uh, he was a dude who I think Torres said he, he was cutting a crazy amount of weight. You see pictures of Darren Till at the 170 weigh-ins. This man looks like a ghost. It's, it was, it was hard to look at. Scary. In those yeah. um, so you kind of always knew there was a middleweight jump coming. Hoped it would have been sooner. Um, mm. So they kind of threw him to Tyron Woodley, and he lost. That was when Tyron was fearless. He was a great champion. And then when you watch him versus Jorge, in the first round, he's winning that dropped fight. Drop him. Drop him. Yeah, yeah, which is him. insane to um, think about. Yeah, and, and and then he got caught in, in the second round, um, and that happens. Just like uh-huh. Whitaker versus Adesanya. Sometimes you get caught, and you get yeah. knocked out. And it was, it was tough that that was coming right after the Woodley fight. Um, but the interesting thing is you see him jump up to a 185 and fight Gastelum and Torres said it he said he was keeping his distance versus Gastelum and and that's the adjustment that I think that Darren Till had to make he has all the attributes he has the skills he has the physical attributes the length he has the technique to be a dominant fighter and if we can see him take that that patience keep it at range you know don't do these these crazy things um, I, I think Darren Till is, is going to come out with a win. If, as long as he fights Ooh. in the same style. Um, okay. Yeah, absolutely. It's, t- it's totally possible, man. Both of these guys yeah. are so no, talented. No, you're right. You're right. So as, as long as he keeps his composure, I, I see him coming away with the win. Uh, like you said, who knows what Bobby Knuckles has left in him. I mean, he's yeah. taking some shots. It's sad but true. We're, we're going to have to find out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And also, I, I think he's going to win from a technical standpoint, but also – just the thought, just the thought of getting to see Izzy versus Till is oh, oh my god! Uh, that I would be that's what I dream about at that night. You know, some people something. dream of yeah whatever they dream about. That's when I go to sleep. I'm dreaming about Adesanya <laughs> and Till fighting. It's um, the reason I wake up in the morning. You know, oh yeah, really, yeah. it gets me through the day. It yeah. gets me through uh, COVID. I'm not gonna yeah. lie to you. Now, if I'm talking about a dream fight, I am waiting on that Israel Adesanya and John Jones. 
I would, oh, love, I would love to see that. Oh, shirt off, drugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to cap it all off, I'm going Darren Till. I think I think he's gonna knock Whitaker out. Um, Whitaker's been a staple of the division. This is a, this is a new era. Till's young. He's gonna come in, put him out, and I think we'll see Whitaker kind of uh, taper off from here. So, okay. Um, I, I, I like I like that. Um, so I, I did. I, so I didn't watch it live, you know, when you guys probably watched it, but I rewatched the Adesanya to or Adesanya and Whitaker fight. And if, if you guys actually can recall, like I actually rewatched it today, but he was actually knocked out twice in that fight at the end of the first round. Down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, he looked. I mean, it was it was about it was going to be over. It was if, close. If the horn did one more sound, shot, it would have been done. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Saved by the bell. That would have been done. Sure. Like he was he was prone. Like arms were down. You know everything. So like. Easily could have been done. Saved then. by the bell for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, could have happened. Uh, could have happened then. Got knocked out again. So I do think he's suspect. He was being very aggressive, as Jordan said. You know, uh, I don't mm. know, man. He was lunging forward a lot, just you know, taking his shots, yeah, yeah. swinging, he was. swinging for the fences. And um, if he's going to win, he, he, I don't think he can do that. You know, like obviously, like I said, Till's going to hang back, and that's really what Adesanya did. Adesanya was like baiting him. You know, he would like, yeah. he, you know, he would come up. Come back. Big time counter puncher. Big Boom. time Matador, yeah. Exactly. Matador for so if, sure. if Till can play like that, I think he can win. And from what I've seen from Till, he's pretty composed uh, for the most part, or at least the stuff I saw. Recently, um, yeah. If, yeah, if he, and if he can be technical, I think he can do it too. And I did have Whitaker down, but I'm going to flip it. Ooh. I'm going to flip it to Till. Wow. I am. I'm flipping this it to Till. Right the now. The impressionable Tyler Layfield. <laughs> Welcome to the wow. field. I'm flipping it to Till. So – Hey, there we go. We got we got two on two here. So I mean, I'll be I'll be talking some smack. I think that if I mean, what do y'all guys? What do you guys think? I mean, we got a, we got a couple minutes here, real quick. But what do you guys think? The um, how many rounds do you think this will go? Because if this oh, goes to full no, five, man, if tough. this goes to full five, I, I think it's I think it's a uh, deal. You know, if he plays it that way, man. I think uh, if it's I'm, the full five, it's going to be Whitaker simply because ooh, okay. he's going the full five. A couple times with uh-huh. Yoel Romero, <laughs> so okay. he can he can make it through five rounds with anybody. I think Uriah um, Hall. Yeah, yes, yeah, he's gonna fight. Yeah, 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 and he's gonna right. fight Romero. I think. So I mean, um, I just oh think yes, that, I forgot about that fight. Yeah, 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 you forgot. If I had to say, I think Whitaker gets a finish in the fourth. Okay, Charles, right, do you have a prediction? Uh, ooh, okay, yeah, <laughs> Whitaker knockout third round. All right. Okay. It's fair. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm gonna go till knockout round. If you say it. round I'm, one, I'm gonna be so bummed. No, no, no I'm gonna <laughs> say round. I'm gonna say round four. Um, okay. I, I think he'll get it done. I think he's gonna start a little slower and, and start to pile it on. We obviously see that Whitaker can can go the full five. So if it does go five rounds, I I do think Whitaker gets it done. Okay. Just because I just really passed, want, but I I think it'll be a finish by two. All right. I really and, uh, want Bobby Knuckles to get that respect back on his name, man. That's true. All right, yeah. I need that. I need and, that. And I don't mean anything of disrespect to Bobby Knuckles. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying I need yeah, him to like get a good great finish. Fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll, I'll go till and three. That's what I'll go with here. But um, okay. any, yeah. Anything else you guys want to cover there before we end the show, real quick? Good. All right. All right. Well, hey, Blake, Jordan, it was a pleasure having you guys back on. It's always nice to get you two on here for some UFC stuff. We love the takes you guys have and the input you give. So, um, like I said, always a pleasure. But yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, thank you guys so much, and thank Thanks, you man. to all the listeners out there for uh, listening in. Please continue to like, share, subscribe, 
um, you know, spread the word. And like, as always, you can follow us on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, and you can actually follow us on uh, Twitter at the TNT Podcast. So as always, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.